Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best gaming consultants who have never actually consulted on a video game bring you new topics each and every week. And this week, it's not actually a new topic. This week is part two of our Testing Room's definitive top 10 games of 2021. But before we dive into that, I'm Alex, a.k.a. The Godfather. I'm Christian, a.k.a. Pseudo-Voodoo45. I am Preston, a.k.a. Funkadelic Jedi. All right, gents. And before we dive in here, uh, yeah, why, don't we, why don't we talk about our week a little bit? Um, yeah, I'll, a little bit. Yeah, I'll go first. I don't have much. I re- I've been playing Halo. Surprise, surprise. Alex favoring himself in the list. Okay. All right. Hey, man, I, I'm looking at what games we have to talk about, right? And I, I, I feel like you guys are going to be heavy into, like, trying to sell some of these things. So I'll get my talking in now before I get overrun with commentary because I know it's going to happen. Mm. Um, so I, I haven't done that much. I, I've I was, Christian and I are still playing Final Fantasy XIV. Still great. We're all we are marching toward the end of the story. We are so close, um, but I'm still playing that. Otherwise, I've been playing some Halo, uh, a little bit of campaign, but mostly PvP. I think what happened was I played a whole lot of PvP, and then campaign came out, and I did nothing but play campaign, and then mixed that campaign with Final Fantasy XIV. I was like, I need something that I don't have to think too hard about. So I went back to multiplayer in Halo for a little bit. Um, But that's really it. Otherwise, Impressing, you might talk about this a little bit too, I've been watching some shows. I've been watching The Witcher season two, which is great. How far are you in that, Preston? Um, I'm probably about episode three or four. Not super duper, but I have started to kind of pick up speed on watching more of that show. It's, it's good. So I have a question. We should let Preston. I've, you, we can talk about that in a second. I just have a question. That, this is, it, on his week, I want to hear him. Oh. Start, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he's got some points to defend with you. You may have a question for me right now. No, I don't. I don't. I'll wait till you bring it up yourself. Uh, mine's about right. the legitimate show. So in the game, The Witcher, there's a character named Dandelion. It's actually Dandelion, but they don't call him Dandelion. So in the in the, in the the TV show and in the book, his name is Yasker. Probably Polish for Bard. I don't know. Either way. Um, have you made it to the episode where he sings about Geralt? Um, he's in the pub. Uh, the, I mean, the, the bard from the first season, you finally get to see him again. Yeah. He hangs out with, uh, Yennefer for a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, actually like they, they do that scene where he's like singing in the pub. Yeah. It's talking about the, uh, the, he's talking butcher. Yeah. Burn butcher. So the witcher. So yeah. well, he's the butcher of Blaviken. You would know that if you played the games. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> so, that song is so good. I don't know if it's as catchy as Toss a Coin to Your Witcher, but I've been listening to that stupid song on repeat Here's today for so all day. I haven't, I haven't seen anything from this season yet. I do need to watch it. But I've, I was hearing, I saw a lot of people talking about like whether or not like any new songs were going to hit that level. And the reason that I think nothing will is even if a song is, even if there was a song that was just as good or even if better. Then toss a coin to your Witcher. The problem is, is that people have more realistically high expectations for Witcher season two because they were expecting such dog shit from season one, mm-hmm. and then they were blown away because it was good. Like it was really good, and on top of that, it had a song that was extremely catchy, right? And so, like, I think it was because like that song took off because people were like. 
what the fuck? Like, this thing is actually good, and also this song is a banger. Like, you know. Well, so this song is less, like, poppy catchy, but it's mm-hmm. legitimately a better song. Like, it it actively shows off this dude's singing talent, and, like, it's... as a so- Like, this one stands alone as a good song, where last season was, like, this goofy, peppy... Toss a coin to your Witcher, like, people bought in because it was kind of funny, right? Like, it, you know, last year was this weird year of, like, everybody's going to do the sing-along songs. Because not only did you have Toss a coin to your Witcher, but WandaVision had that, uh, had that song from, the, what's her name? It was... Yeah, uh, Agatha All Along. Agatha um, All Along, right? Witcher, Witcher was two years ago, wasn't it? It could have been. Time is all relative anymore. Sure. I have no idea <laughs> how... Pandemic time doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, it's all one. Um, but yeah, yeah the, this one's a better song. But you're right. It is not going to catch on like the last one did. But you no, should listen to no, it. No, it's not. No. Because I, I, I heard the song... I, I was a part of that. Mm-hmm. I was not part of it. Um, I, I watched that episode, um, but yeah, that song didn't catch me. Like, like toss a coin to your Witchers, fucking just like Chef's Kiss mm-hmm. of like the perfect catchy tune, uh, fun tune, if you will. Yeah. yeah. No. It's, it's good. It's not that good. If you listen to it on like iTunes or something, you get the full the full song. Right. Um, it's funny. Like it's it's more dramatic, but it's equally as funny because. He's a, he's more snarky in the song versus like toss a coin to your Witcher. Um, I can't say too much more than that without giving spoilers away, and I don't want to do that. So, I've been watching The Witcher. Um, the only other thing I saw, and I'm not going to talk about because we're still in the spoiler realm, is Spider Man. And the only thing I'm going to say about it is I purposely saw nothing going into it other than the what we already knew, what everybody knew, the confirmations of like who is cast and stuff. But before I walked in, I looked up Rotten Tomatoes, and out of a thousand reviews of like certified critics, it was a ninety-five percent. And out of over ten thousand certified Rotten Tomato reviews from the audience, it was at ninety-nine percent. And I was like, "That's high hopes." And when I left that movie, I was like, ninety-nine percent. Like I one hundred percent agree. That Spider-Man movie was damn near perfect. Um, as a Spider-Man People movie. People are saying it's, their, it's the best Marvel movie. Yeah, I, I, Shang-Chi was great. I loved it. I still love Civil War and the Winter Soldier. Maybe give me some time removed, but I think as I stood right now and I'm still kind of on that Spider-Man high, I might consider it the best. It has the best villain for sure. And they the villain they put in there is legitimately scary. Like they made him scary. Not only that, they did some things that really... <clears throat> were redeeming and and were paid well to the original actors like in like some other people that were confirmed or speculated in there right (laughs) so they they uh they really did right who was that again by the people by the people they brought back um and i was very pleased with it and that's my week uh i can go because mine's short and I want Preston. I, I want to get the. Pretty short, but I want to. But I want to get the breadth of this Witcher. This Witcher beef. I want to give that the breadth it deserves. Um. No, so I, I can't remember. Did I tell you guys? I know I talked about uh, me beating or me playing that XO one game. It was on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the flight guys, game. Yeah, did I tell you guys I beat it? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. It, like, if you beat it within the last week, then no. No, I beat it a while ago. I can't remember if I actually talked about 
the story, like it beating it. Um, if we, we had, if we don't like, remember, chances are people listening don't remember, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll just, yeah. I'll, yeah. Who cares? So uh, you guys will hear about it again. It's really simple, honestly. I beat it, and it it was. It's really interesting. So, like, like I said, it's a lot like Journey in the way that it it does its thing. However, the story got like really like somber as it went on. Um, it was like it's weird. Like, it you 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 get a lot of these like really insane like alien planet sort of vistas and these things that you're you're rolling through and doing. Um, but then as you t- sort of get to the end, and I don't want to spoil it because it is relatively new, but, um, you get to the end and it's like when you finally figure out the story that it's telling, uh, it's like, I was like kind of surprised at like sort of like the somber sort of sad ish story that it was telling. It was really good. I look, it's on game pass and it, and it literally, I think it took me two and a half hours to do just do it like just it's it's a yeah it's totally worth it um but yeah so i I did that um and then like alex saying we've been playing 14 uh it still continues to do its thing i it's 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 hard to say anything else about that game that we haven't already said um have you ever thought about uh, except, how you would describe the story if somebody asked you, if somebody was interested to play it and said, hey, tell me what it's about? Have you ever thought about how yeah. you would go about describing that game? You start off by telling them you can't buy the game anyways, so don't bother. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was like, yeah, I tell them, uh, don't fucking worry about it until I finish the story and then you can try to get in. That's me six months later. I no, but, but even um, but even from like level one on, like what's the story of Final Fantasy XIV? Like, the, good luck. It would be yeah. It, it would Not be really fair. hard. Yeah. I think the way that I would I would do it though is I think I would make it a point to be like, you know how every online game has always tried to make you feel like you're the hero, right? Like you're the person. What if somebody actually succeeded in making a game in which you are canonically the person, like the hero in this ever-changing world that you get to see the effects of your actions in over the course of four bazillion hours. Like, it's 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 hard, too, because, like, and, and, and I'll talk about this when we get more to the Game of the Year thing, but, like, it's hard because, like, the other game that I finished this week was Halo, Infinite, I finished the campaign, and I have very good feelings about that campaign and where it ended and all these things, but it, it's a similar thing, but like, you know, I've been playing Halo games since they came out, right? Like, it's since the original Xbox, I was there playing those games, and I've watched that character evolve from a nothing husk with a pistol to, you know, where he is at today. But in the same way, like, you know, that's just been him and then Cortana and the other, and that's basically it. There's, you know, very, there's a few side characters here and there, like, you know, Preston's favorite Spartan, uh, Bucky. But, uh, 
like, other than that, really, that's just this, this story where it's like, I think the reason that Final Fantasy ends up being so affecting, especially over even games this year, is like, and, and it's it's hard to explain to people who haven't played it, but like, Alex and I have been experiencing the story of these characters over the last two years and some change. And we're seeing relationships and things come to a close over a two and a half year. It's it's a lot like what Mass Effect tried to do, but instead of completely fumbling it, it's just crushing it harder and harder every second that it goes on. And it's like really it like that's it it's super effective in in that way. Um, but it's hard to describe that to somebody who's never, who hasn't played it. You know what I mean? Like, because they don't, it's crazy too. Like people often commend Marvel movies for how thought out that universe is, right? Like you have things that happen in a movie today were maybe set in motion and planned and even spoken about like four or five movies ago, like five or six years ago or something. And this game takes that to the extreme like this nine years ago ten years ago yeah yeah. this game will tie in things now so without giving away spoilers christian and i were in a cutscene the other night and the cutscene differed for the two of us depending on how much because i did a quest that he did it and and he did like it 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 introduced us another character in his cutscene that because he had done a side quest and I had it, but not just that, like a little bit later, more characters are brought back from the past to the point where at first you're like, who is that? Like, who is this random person? And then you like, think about it for a second and you remember, you're like, Oh, that's the guy who did X, Y, Z three expansions, the equivalent of like six years ago that they brought mm-hmm. back. Right. Like from, from nowhere. So the, the pulls and the things they set in motion, Super, they're they're doing things in the story now that tie this entire ten year journey together that were clearly planned ten years ago, and they're just now paying it off. And it it's not only like well done, but it's a legitimate shock for us players of like I can't believe this is happening and this is where they're going. Like these are the people they've brought back. Like it's it's pretty amazing, and how good that is. Yeah, it's nuts. Like it, it's it's crazy how how well they're they're pulling it off. We haven't finished it yet. We're, we are very close, but um, I think last time Alex, you looked, at, we're like sixteen quests away. Fifth, uh, yeah, fifteen. I think we we were yeah. twenty five, and we did ten to get to a stopping point, and we're fifteen quests mm-hmm. away. Which really, I mean, it's a lot, and it's not like time wise, it's a lot because there's a lot of dialogue dumps and cutscenes, but. They also go pretty quick. Like, there's not a lot of in. We've got one stuff, more. So. It's basically one more session, and we'll we'll have it done. I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, depending on how long we die on this fucking trial that we have, uh, <laughs> and no. So the other game that I really have to bring up, and I won't talk about too much, and is because I I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Um, but uh, so I beat Halo. I beat Halo this week. Um, and I'll just say it was Alex heard me talk about it uh, before I had finished it. And I was I think it's fair to say that I was 
I felt I was feeling like I was going to end up being pretty negative on it. You, um, you seemed pretty high on it, and then you had another play session, and then you seemed much lower, and now yeah. you seem high on it again. Or at least, like, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah I'll be honest. When when I was talking to you that second, like that second time when I was in the middle there, I was at like, had it had it ended when I thought it was going to, and and how I thought it was going to. I'm thinking I probably would have been at a six. That's where I would like that, it, which you guys, I mean, you guys know me as far as Halo's concerned, that's low. Like, I, would, I just like, I feel like they couldn't have gone that way. Cause I haven't seen anything negative. You know what I mean? Like if it was that bad, it would be all over the, the internet. Is, is, so the reason that I was saying that was because like, I'm very much in the minority, um, of players who like liked what 343 was doing right like i you know i understand why five is divisive like i I totally get that but like with four people's whole upsetting was that they were upset that they were showing chief have like you know emotions or motivations or anything Mm -hmm. like as a character like making him a character and I thought it was cool. I thought it was awesome to finally see the, you know, effects of the the lore of this universe and how it goes and things like that. Um, and so I, the way that it was going at that time was like very much the opposite. Like it really felt like it was like Halo 1 level of, of story where it was just like, Look, these are the bad guys. Go get them, and uh, see you next time. Like that's literally what it felt like. And I was like, and it, and it it tries to act like it's was going to end there. And I was like, oh, dude, if this if this is what happens, I'm gonna be so pissed. And that and it would make and the reason that I thought it would make sense is because so many people would be okay with that. Like. So many people would be okay with a return to form that way of having almost no exposition whatsoever. And it's just, you know, back to... I mean, like, do you think about it? Like, like I love these games, right? Like, they, they were such a point in my childhood. Like, think about what's what's the moment that you remember most from Halo 2? Don't worry, I'll tell you. It's when Chief is sitting there on the ship and he asks Lord Hood if he can leave. And he goes on what grounds and then he's like to give the covenant back their bomb and then he flies through space on a bomb throws explodes it and everybody marked out because it's a cool scene and it is sweet but think about like that's the story moment that you remember the most it has nothing to do with characterization it has nothing to do with any of the writing It has nothing to do with the overall state of the universe or any of the lore or anything like that you liked it because a character that you like did something cool on the screen right like that's that's it there's nothing else that people remember Outside of that. And then even the same thing, like, in 3, there's very few story moments that you can really recall or people even think about when they think about that stuff. So, But to have two games come out that were very story-heavy, I thought it was cool and important. But anyway, so the final, I want to say, like, final two hours of Halo Infinite, it really starts, like, closing loops on story threads that were started in four 
and and even a little bit earlier, but like mostly in four and five. And they close off a lot of loops. They leave a lot of open-ended questions, but things that it's okay that I'm not that I don't know yet. Like it's very clearly DLC. Like you know, this isn't a spoiler, but like um, because it's it's been in the trailers. But like Blue Team Chief Squad from Five is not in this game, right? But there's an audio log that specifically says that Captain Lasky, one of the main guys, the main dude from Four and Five, um, he uh, he found out that Halsey was trying to do something different with them and like, you know, divert them away and make chief go alone and do these things. So he went around her back and like reassigned them to a different operation. And there's this whole audio log thing. So you're like, okay, well, I know they're they're I know they're around. They don't, they, they might not be right here, but I know that they're off doing something. And, and for all I know, they could have been killed in that thing, but at least, there is mention of them somewhere. And the same thing, they actually, this is a little Easter egg, but it's a boss that we've all fought. But in early on, um, there's a brute boss that has Locke's uh, helmet as a shoulder pad. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I noticed so, that at all. Okay. And so people were talking like, oh, fuck, like maybe this means he's dead and all this other stuff. But then there's people who... Um, because they talk about Fireteam Osiris. So that's you know the Preston's favorite Spartan squad, Bucky. Uh, he is. They're on like a different uh, mission. Like it's called like I think they call it, like Operation Breakpoint or so whatever the fuck it was in the audio log. Yeah, Breakbuck. <laughs> um, but like, uh, he they're on this separate mission or whatever. But then like. So it's like, oh, fuck, did they fail? And that's him being dead or something like that. But then uh, they just recently released a toy that's got him with the top half of his armor missing. But he's, like, holding a chain gun, and he only has, his, like, his the legs of his armor still on. And so then everyone's like, oh, maybe this is leading into what the DLC will be, where they thought he they killed him, but he's his squad survive, you know, whatever the case may be, it points to their, obviously they're going to do stuff with DLC, which they've said, um, they're going to do, but it, it was a nice way to close off all of those story threads while starting up something new, which is what they said they were going to do. Cause this is going to be the next 10 years of halo. They said, so, um, th- or the start of the next 10 years of halo or whatever the hell. Did they say the start of the next 10 years, or did they mean they were going to support this game for 10 years? It's unclear. So they said that this is going to be the jumping off point, like this is the thing for the next 10 years of Halo. But then there's been a lot of conversation that makes it seem like, and especially with the way they're setting up the online, it it, it seems like Infinite is going to be, especially from the name, mm-hmm. um is going to be the the live service sort of game that they and I, and I think that's I guess, fine for it, right? I, but I, I think that's fine, and I think you have a lot of potential given that you're on a Halo right installation. So like you can go to different areas and stuff, and you can even expand the area that's that's wide open now. But like I just they're gonna have to start. It's going to be interesting to see what happens because they're going to have to start branching out of what Halo's comfortable with if 
they want to keep it a 10 year live service game. Like they're going to have to start bringing in more real world, um, collaborative things, raids, dungeons, whatever you want to call well, them, like those equivalents, unless you're so just going to do I, every I two years of a story. So here's the thing. I, this is just my personal opinion. That's why I think they broke out the multiplayer as a separate download. Like you can just download the multiplayer personally. I think how they're going to do it is, and maybe, who knows, maybe this co-op could come out and I could get proven wrong, like maybe they have other plans for it, but I don't think Halo lends itself to that style of live service game because there's no gear, right? There's no grind, sure. there's no thing. just cosmetic stuff, it's, yeah. And so, like, at a certain point, you'd just be logging in to do pve content with your friends which is like they already have that in their little horde mode that they've always had since odst and if you're looking for pvp content then they already have the multiplayer there for you so i think what they probably plan on doing is they probably plan on halo like I personally, I think that Master Chief's story is going to end within Infinite's life cycle. Like, I think that they're probably going to continue to tell whatever stories they can that have to do with Zeta Halo and the new threat that's on there and all these things. And then when that's done, personally, I think that they're just... Infinite will then just be the multiplayer game that they have, and whatever the next, whatever so the it, next, it'll be Halo part game one. Is yeah, it'll be part one to whatever new. Yeah, thing. whatever the next Halo yeah. game is is going to be so like you know, spinoff shit. Like I think you're going to see a lot more ODST style titles, yeah, things like that, things that can be told inside that universe. Because I'll be honest, like once the Zeta Halo thing is done. I just don't know what other fucking wacky hijinks Master Chief can get up well, to. You do a Halo, th- uh, Halo Wars three, and then you have a new Halo to go on, and you go off of that again. Should, yeah, but it's just like <laughs> how many times are people going to be willing? Like, look, I love Halo, but I'm there's only so many times that you can be like, oh my gosh, we Halo. found another new threat we <laughs> didn't know about. This is crazy. Well, like, I, I think that's why. You know, that's kind of why I said they're going to have to step out of their comfort zone if they want to keep this as their 10-year live service. But I think that maybe lends more credence to what you said of people interpreting that wrong and saying this will just be the jumping off point. So maybe you get a couple of years worth of some DLC that comes out every six months, and then you actually have a legitimately new game in two years. Yeah, like I think you're going to have a lot of story stuff. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're going to have a lot of story stuff, and then it's always going to be getting added on into that game, but the the multiplayer of infinite is going to be there and it's just going to keep having maps added to it and things like that. I mean, it's, it's what they ended up doing with the master chief collection, right? Like when that launched, Oh yeah. It didn't have reach. It didn't have ODST. Mm-hmm. It didn't have any of the content that's in it. Basically for multiplayer, it had like a fraction of the maps, like, but they spent all this time working on it, adding things and all this stuff. And now, like, as somebody who has played it through its life cycle, it doesn't even, it barely resembles the game that it was at launch at all. Like, there's so much shit in there. Um, 
so I think it's just going to be like that. I think there's going to be a ton of story stuff they add and new stories and and things like that. Um, but I think within the life cycle of Infinite, whatever that is, I feel like the Chi story will be will be finished and they're going to try to pivot because you can just there's only so many things you can you can do yeah um especially with how that game opens uh which i won't spoil because it's not in a trailer but i mean you know chief sometimes he's just he's little little not as quick as he used to be is what it seems like but <laughs> yeah he's got the grapple hook now it's fine he does have a grapple hook now he had it there too, to be fair, and it didn't help him. But oh, well, yeah. he's he's got other armor upgrades now through the story. So, um, yeah. but yeah, oh, that's it for me, man. That's 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 basically my week. I uh, I've literally just been focused on on those two games, and now that Halo's story is out of the way, I feel, I feel like I can free up and try try to play some other stuff. Yeah, you have a void now. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna watch some got some shows now? Are you, you are you probably, ready? Are you ready for Book of Boba Fett next week, son? You, why, you know I'm not ready for Boba Fett. Catch up I'm on not Mando. Even ready for There's Witcher only two season of Mando. Two. You got time now. You're not playing Halo campaign. Watch well, yeah, well, I was, maybe I was thinking about starting Persona Strikers. I don't know, man. Mando is worth it more than Persona Five Strikers. I'll let you know right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Strikers. It was on my top ten. It was. It, it don't beat no Mando. Yeah, doe. Mando doe. Mando doe. <laughs> did I but did yeah, I that's... see correctly that uh, Attack on Titan is back? It is. Oh, yeah. Um, I won't get into it here, but <laughs> basically, the way that you that I told you that I got spoiled on how it ended. Uh, it's following it's... the same route. So you're like, that's definitely how it's ending. <laughs> so may not be worth it. So people Yeesh, are not gonna be it. not gonna be high on it. We'll see, man. We'll see. Hopefully I'm wrong. Because they the Attack on Titan still does um weekly releases. So but I, I barely have a drive to finish that shit, like to watch it because I got spoiled because that's what spoiling does for me. Yeah. So I you know. Sad. It is. All right. Baby Yoda's name is Grogu, but that's not going to ruin Mando for you. No, that will not ruin. I knew that it was Grogu already. I've See? Been, I'm you still want to watch it. It's like it's a good show. You should watch. Yeah. All right. Well, Preston, what was your week like? Um. So j- as far as games, just a little bit of Halo multiplayer. Um. I did get into some Final Fantasy XIV, though. The queues are much better going from they are. to... Going from four thousand to I think is literally like four hundred, <laughs> so mm-hmm. like uh, ten times better, if you will. Um, but yeah, it's I got in. Well, I think I waited maybe a half an hour. I think it was the longest I waited so far. And it's it's very good. Um, can be pretty confusing. Um, this is a big proponent to why I would l- like to have this game on our top ten of this year, even though it's not a game that came out this year. Um, Endwalker did a lot to renew it. I had to learn my character over again this little bit. I had to redo my entire hot bar. My like my I lost skills. <laughs> like there were skills. And gained I, some, yeah. I, I literally went into my game and like, oh, there are three to four skills on my hot bar that are now grayed out or that are not skills anymore. My, they kept the icons there to show you, hey, that 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 right there that you used, that doesn't that doesn't exist anymore. 
Um, but we gave you these two other ones, and now you have like essentially a um, like a, a bar in a, in a fighting game. Like when you build up and you're punching your combo meter kind of deal. Like I, I at least have that for my character of the month. Dude, and they buffed the shit out of Preston's class, dude. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun! Yeah. I cannot wait. I'm, I'm doing. Trust me, I've noticed. I'm doing a lot more damage, mm-hmm. a lot faster now. I'm taking down dudes pretty quickly if I'm doing the right combos. And now I have the chakra meter, which is cool because it's very monk esque. Obviously, the chakras, but I get like five little plops, my little uh, combo meter, and I keep going through there, keep going through there. And there's two or three skills that I've learned and got um, from this new update that only unlock once I get that fifth chakra unlocked. And I can't even. Oh, put that, that's sick! I can't put that in my hot bar. So what it replaces, it replaces the skills that you use that you can use that get automatic yep. fifth mm-hmm. chakra. So like my meditation, that is automatically replaced by a skill that yep. uses like the action for the fifth chakra skills. Um, I it's very cool. It, it's it's very well done. A very good addition. Like I, I it like must it be nice because they did they did nothing to my class. Like Aww. that's they, not true. No, it is. They took away the directionals. They added new skills, but they took away the directionals and. Which is a good thing. You're the only person who finds that negative. Well, I wish I took away mine. But like, they, so they took that away, <laughs> and my rotation they replaced higher level skills, like, and they took the lower level ones out. But nothing about my rotation has changed. I haven't had to learn anything new. Like really? it stays identical. The only thing they added is kind of what you said, Preston. Like you have five chakras. Like I had to do this like dragon eye bar that I built up, and now they gave me two extra little blips. That when I fill those two, by doing the same rotation I've always done, I get an extra AoE attack. But it, again, all it did was it, that replaced the now inactive directional command I have. So my rotation literally does not change. But so like my, also, I think we need to be very fair here. You are playing one of the most beloved and often regarded as as close to perfect as something can be dps classes <laughs> don't change it it's so not yeah like there's really not like they literally the, i think the changes that they made were the exact changes that they should have made but like bro you turn into a giant fucking dragon and shoot down from the sky so like i'm gonna need a little less tears from that side of the screen <laughs> look man i just <laughs> i used to be a really really good dragoon knight and now everybody else is on my level, and it's frustrating. Oh, that's not that, that's not true. Okay, uh, this is so yeah, it's so shitty that other people get to have as much fun mm-hmm. as you did. Just saying, I'm surprised you didn't uh, start Reaper already. Whatever that new class is called. No, he doesn't. That. He doesn't. It's it's when too many because too many people are Reaper right uh, now because it's yeah. like ridiculously popular. So yeah, Alex does not want to feel like he's you know. I feel you. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> The the same. When the Samurai same came as, out, I probably wouldn't have been Samurai because everybody wants to be a fucking Samurai. I get it. I feel samurai. It. No, he, he samurai. Yeah, I rocked a Samurai. Samurai is a dope class. <laughs> yeah, he rocked Samurai. For I a thought while. about it. I thought about yeah. it. But yeah, dude, Monk Monk dude, Preston's class got fucking the glow up of all glow ups. And I'm going through the story again. The story's getting better again, guys. It's getting like pugilist level of like funny and dumb. I think I was with Alex the other day and I was kind of telling mm. him. What, like, yeah, you were named. laughing about it. Yeah, like what, like even the, the title's name. I wish I could remember what it was, um, but it's it's very odd, um, slightly like not sexual. What, what got, very innuendo ish. Yeah, uh, for half the stuff that they're talking about in there, it's like okay, monk. We're gonna get weird with it. 
we're also just going to make it super dumb. And if you want to get cheeky and kind of take it for what it is, it's just a fun kind of romp. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the, the story I got back into it for that class, and it's very, very funny. It got back to the that level I do enjoy. Nice. Um, other than games, that's that's it. That's it for me in games. Uh, I haven't played anything new. SMT5, Shimigami's Tencent 5 is coming to me soon, so I'll be able to play that. And Everything then, I've uh, read says that game is really, really good, not Persona 5 level good. No, yeah, I'm not, you can't expect to have like uh, all the social stuff uh, you mm-hmm. had in the Persona games, if I'm hearing. Uh, yeah. There's still some kind of stuff of that, but like not, it's not as deep. It's, it's, this is more a more depth into the combat and uh, what you can mm-hmm. do with that kind of level of stuff uh, for yeah. the Persona games, from what I understand. And that, that's fine to me. I love that kind of shit, too. Um, be a dope-ass sci-fi-looking chick running through desert hills and shit like that with your Personas and your dick monsters. Like That sounds, that sounds like a fun, fun game. It's um, true. A chariot that has a penis <laughs> in tow. And yeah, always that's the worst though. thing. I always, anytime the that, creepiest. Anytime that persona comes up, I'm always like, "Fuck!" I have to try to kill this thing as fast as possible because I don't want anybody to see this on the screen. Well, also, you have like what the incubus or the succubus? I think it's incubus to where like it's just a demon that has a giant like needle for a dick coming out there. Yeah, it's it's yeah. The, 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 the succubus yeah. is the uh, the woman that just has like black that's succubus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, covering over her boobs and. Bottom mm-hmm. half, yeah. A lot of those weird imp demon. Dick. Man, that game is lucky. Its story is so good because otherwise everybody would be too embarrassed to play that shit. Because that's nobody why I would yeah. want to explain. That's why everybody. That's why I've told you to always. I've told you specifically to never play SMT because if Persona is the heavy story side of that franchise, the thing that SMT fan is how hardcore it is about its mechanics. Like it is, it's brutal in that regard. But that's the thing that it has going for it. So if you were doing that and you had like light story, I know you would be like, get this out of my PlayStation right yeah. now. It's definitely more of a Pokemon than it is a Persona, I would assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's coming my way. So that'll be next up on the list of what I talk about. Um, I did, however, uh, watch Spider-Man uh, that I did. Uh, Alex talked about too as well. Um, it's, it's definitely my favorite live action Spider-Man. I'll tell you that right now. Um, it, it takes the best out of all the, all the worlds, if you will. Um, I won't go into heavy spoilers or anything like that. I'll just say that you won't be disappointed. Um, I'll 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 say that I've never. It's not never. It's been a while since I've been to a theater that had that much applause and like cheering. Um, even for something as small as a very short like thirty second cameo from a character, not even in this movie, the rest of the movie, the very beginning. Uh, I'm like, oh, didn't even know that half the people in this theater knew who the fuck that was, but apparently everyone does, and they're all super happy about it. Great. I'm happy, too. Nice to hear it. I was I was very happy at that. Allie looked over, and I did one of those, like, fit, like clenched fist, like, yes, I'm so excited, which, Preston, you should have, we should have known that was going to happen, because I think we can if spoil you watch this one, because it's not a part of the story, it's just it was like mentioned in articles that like he's showing up. Like if you want to spoil this one thing, like I think it's okay to spoil that one thing because it's not a part of the story at all. It'll it'll skip ahead ten seconds. Spoilers for fifty seconds starting now. But yeah, uh, the when Charlie Cox, seconds, sh- yeah yeah when Charlie Cox showed up. Honestly, we should have known that was going to happen. Who? Because Charlie Cox uh, is the actor. Matt Murdock, Daredevil, showed up from the Netflix oh, series. Ah, yeah. got it. Okay. So they brought him That's back. Cool. But we should have known because at the end of the last Hawkeye episode, there was a grainy, like, kingpin image, and it it was legit. It was legit. 
it was legitimately Vincent D'Ofreno. Like you could see him, right? So we should have known. But here's what I told Allie, which is crazy. Think about somebody had to sit there and say, when does Hawkeye come out? And they said, oh, well, it can't come out until this date because Spider-Man comes out this date and we can't have that fifth episode launch more than the same week. You know what I mean? Like that episode launched and two days later, Spider-Man launched. Yeah. So they literally had to like think that deep of we we can't let this episode or this TV show start before this date because it has to intersect with the with the movie. It's. It, it was so good. Yeah. And oh, so as far as everything else in that movie, so here's the issue that I've always had with the Spider-Man movies because there's been two different series uh, ran so far is you put too many villains in it. Same thing I feel with Batman movies and stuff like that. It gets bad. Like you are juggling too much. You're doing too much. It, it's just not going to be good. You're doing a two and a half hour movie and you're having seven different um, antagonists. Um, and it's just, it's just going to be way down. But this one we know kind of who those antagonists are. We've seen them in other movies. You don't need to explain them anymore outside of why the fuck are they here. Um, and it's, it's a great story to do. I will say that the pacing is a little off. Um, I remember pretty much, like, I was in tears at one point. I'm not going to say why. And then all of a sudden, I am happy and we're all cheering at the same. And then I'm right back to the tears again. And it's just like, you guys need to let me know what I need to feel, and I want to feel that for a little while longer, and not fucking doing this goddamn circus. I'm on a show. roller coaster of emotions. No shit, it's it, not it really, lie, man. It really, it really is. hits you hard. Yeah, like there, I was like some... super hard, and then get super happy, and then it reminds you again why you were sad 30 seconds ago. Like, thick. There, there's some shit that happens where you go, that can't happen, or you would have never guessed because Marvel never has stakes, right? Like, nothing's ever permanent. Yeah, people come back, whatever. Like Marvel never has like stakes, and there's stuff that happens in this movie where you're like hit in the it's gut, and then hard. and then you have a pop off in the theater. People are like, yeah, and then like right in the gut, and Preston's right with like with like ten ten minutes, <laughs> like within ten minutes, just like bang bang bang. Barely. It was the next scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a great show. It's a great movie. Um, the ending is great. Uh, there is one thing they did at the post credits, which I want them to do now for every movie, is give me a teaser trailer for the next movie. I kind of disagree with that. I love that. Nope, I love it. Okay. It's just, hey, this is the okay. next one. There was no trailer online. You couldn't see this. It's the Doctor Strange Marvel into madness or multiverse into madness. It's out now. Um, it is out now, of course. But mm-hmm. before I went to go see it, like I even saw it on, was it a Saturday? And it was, I still did not see that on the internet. I did not look it up, trust me, because I didn't want spoilers. But um, that, there was a literal teaser, like good, I would say minute and a half of a trailer at the post post credit scene um, of the next Dr. Strange movie, which I, I think is great. Keep doing that. Don't just say Dr. Strange will be back in the next blah, blah, blah. No, give me the entire trailer and then tell me that the movie, the trailer looked good. And I, sure. I tell you it's, we're getting, we're getting to this interesting part of Marvel movies. I think a lot of people started to fall off the Marvel train just because it's so deep and like, it's so by now people are just getting burnt out on repetitive. it. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, they don't care because like that Dr. Strange movie clearly ties in not just like stuff happening in, in the movies, but like the what if Disney plus TV show and some of the others and in the WandaVision. Could. And you can tell that Marvel's just like the, the nerdy Marvel fans are coming along and that's all we're doing this for. Like if anybody else wants to join, hop on the train, but otherwise like we don't care. We're just doing this for those people that are bought in. Which and is I fine. Him talk like the, the nerdy Marvel fans. Hey, guess what? I'm one of those motherfuckers. Like, oh, I, me too. I, I will. I, I go see him every weekend when they come out. But 
It's, yeah. The whole thing is like, as long as you're pleasing me and the, that, that fan base, that's all you need. Like, like fuck the whole, like if, if like people get upset about it, like I think Eternals got like kind of like backlash from the critics, but like the fans were just like it's a great Marvel movie. Who cares? We, we yeah. enjoyed it. We enjoyed the fuck out of it. We had a good time. They're just, it, it's funny how much they're bringing in their TV shows into that, into that Dr. Strange movie. I'm all about it. I think it'll be great, but if you don't, if you don't, now you have to keep up on everything. If you don't keep up on the movies and the TV shows, there are going to be times people are lost. You're going to get to Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and like, there's going to be things in Loki that happen that you'll probably be like, wait, what? And yeah. I, I think they'll kind of keep it separate to a point where like, it'll be like, uh, like with me and my sister, like if I have to explain to her like a certain comic book character, like I knew who the Black Knight was before I was going into Eternals. So like I was telling her like, hey, Black Knight, this is what he actually is, blah, blah, blah. And that person you heard in the background, that's motherfucking Blade. And this is going to be a great fucking time. I'm super stoked. And she's like, I would have known nothing about any of this. I, I don't know what you're speaking about. Yeah. Okay. Whew. All right. But other than that, um, I will say Hawkeye was very good. Um, but I say was because I watched the finale today. Great finale. Um, you mentioned something special at the end of the last episode. I won't say it out loud again. Um, but let's just say that uh, that actor does a great job of that character. And it's proven again in this last finale. So I'm very excited. Um, it's a, it's a phenomenal final episode. Um, get ready because I'm pretty sure it was an hour long all together. Oh, cool! It was a long fucking episode, long fucking Jesus. episode. But, but it was great. Um, it was good. It, they're wrapping it up. Six six episodes for one show. Uh, finishing it all up, tying off the bow. Fucking phenomenal. They did it. Mm-hmm. Good. Other than that, yeah, it should be it for me. What you got? Oh, oh, oh we want to talk about this. You want to talk about this right now? We don't have to. No, so I, so I, I, I did forget about this. Um, I have been watching Witcher. Like Alex said, it's a good show. Um, if you like the first season, you're going to like the second season. I guarantee it. And there um, was a pop-off in our group chat today. <laughs> yeah. But I would say, before we get off on that uh, venue, I would say that uh, the show is very good. I think it's better than the first season because they're not doing a whole bunch of jumps between characters as much. Um, they they learned the their time, lesson. The, the timelines have kind of, well, they matched up in the first, at the end of the first season. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we're on a run, push off to the running start. And just doing what we need to do. I think they're doing fantastic things. Have been reminding me of the beginning of Witcher 3. Um, so, therefore, I thought to myself, hey, and I put this in our group chat, hey, I, th- I think The Witcher is making me kind of want to give, with The Witcher 3, the game a try again. You know, I'm kind of doing this. And Alex is like, excuse me, did you not like The Witcher 3? And, like, and, and, and this is already after Preston dropped off Yakuza 7. Which which I mean, makes I, me I wonder which makes me wonder why I, I even which why I even gave him an opinion or vote on Tales of Arise <laughs> like why <laughs> I was actually helping you and supporting you on that one if I would have known yeah you're wishy washy if I would have known that you hadn't also played The Witcher then it's not this year you're it doesn't matter it did come out on the Switch this year so technically maybe this year but <laughs> no it came out on Switch a few couple years ago. oh it did it okay I thought it was it, yes it came out quite a while ago sure i know it definitely did and i played it and did not enjoy the combat when i first played it and dropped off of it immediately to play something else that had better combat which means which means you had the same you had the same feeling that everyone had hey i had it too which means you played no more than 22 minutes where they drop you off in the beginning and you ran from one place to oxenfurt and you Ran into a couple of bandits swing. and got Twirl worked, swing, and you're like, I'm done. Twirl swing. Twirl swing. Like, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm, I got other games I can play right now, you know? Like, <laughs> twirling around with these fucking sword. So, Kant, the best part about this is, so, like, I remember that game came out, and 
uh, I was playing it, and I remember Preston, and then our friend. Uh, I don't. I, one of our friends that works there or worked yeah. there. Um, his name starts with an R, Alex. So you know who it is. Sure. But I, I don't want to, you know, put people's name out here. But um, they both care. had the same opinion on it, and I was just like, I was at that point, like I was, I had made it like a good chunk, like you know, probably like a sixth of the way in. So I was like some story quests in, right? But I'm sitting. I had made it. I, I had made it to the beginning of uh, to Novigrad, right? So like I'm at the big city. I'm doing these things. I'm trying. I'm sitting there just like pounding my fist on the table like you guys don't understand story so good oh my god story and him and our buddy kept uh, they kept doing the same thing that Preston just did he's like twirl swing twirl swing I think I even animated it I'm like like, fuck you guys man (laughs) yeah work dude that game that game is so good and so well written you they they bring back they bring back the big bad of the first DLC and he's somebody you meet so early in the original game, and just the way they tie that together, and you you don't even know it. It's just it ugh, it's so good. It's so well written. I I love it. I'm very excited. Well, the thing that's going to get me to play to the go- game again is the lore. That, that that's the issue. It's like, it's like the lore yeah. is more than what I would assume it would be. So like everyone's talking about this great stories. So like I'm like sure 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 elves are there, magic is there. It's, there's some demon stuff. It's fun, whatever. But the more I'm like watching this show, I'm like, okay, there's rich, different lore than just your usual orcs and elves kind of st- tale and story, right? I love uh, so Alex, first of all, like, are you minimizing no, my favorite game ever? No, I'm saying it's better than what no, I thought it was. There's no orcs, first of all. I'm aware um, now. And the, <laughs> I mean, you could all, point there was. I was like, okay, cool, sure. We just haven't seen also, the show yet. How dare you even minimize this, Mister? Like Wheel of Time, everything, every other fantasy. I have not thing watched there. that show yet. You play D and D, like oh, it's just got orcs and elves. Who cares? Who would have known that eight books worth of content would have actually had like deep lore? Crazy that this game only won thirty five Game of the Year awards, like from everyone. I, I recognize it as a game that people loved and said it was good, and I was not going to sit there and poo poo in people's cereal bowls. I just said. I, it doesn't seem fun to me. <laughs> but I'll give it another shot now because I'm actually cu- very curious about the story. Of the so Lord. I don't I, want you to enjoy the TV show. <laughs> you don't get to tell me what to enjoy. <laughs> I like Alex sits back and he's like in the group chat where Preston says that. And he goes, I- I'm sorry, have you actually never played The Witcher? Yeah. He's like, like, oh, Preston, shit. <laughs> Preston goes, oh, I forgot that we've never talked about this. Like, it was just... <laughs> I even said like uh, uh, we might need to want to unpack this at the podcast and not right here in the text message because it's it's just gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But just so you're aware, yeah, that's why. And I'm curious about it now. I'm much more curious than I was. And that was a at the time a beloved development studio, um, CD yeah, Project Red. And for those of you who don't know, same people behind uh, Cyberfunk. So I, yeah, don't be surprised when The Witcher Three Wild Hunt ends up on 20 or ends up as part of the conversation on will it make 2022's game of the year list because they will have it come out with my the rules, ps5 yeah. they will have come oh, okay, up with a ps5 fair. upgrade yeah. by then so don't be surprised when i'm making the case for that dude i still listen first of all the there is nothing better than that music it was all done in-house um the music is incredible i still like the other day i was at the gym 
I was listening to the soundtrack, and it's not just like the game, like the DLC, the Hearts of Stone, and and Blood and Wine music is equally as good, but like there will be songs I get to, specifically one, um, The Swallow and the Wolf, which is, it has to do with Siri and Geralt, um, but as soon as that song comes on, I'm immediately like, I picture this, the the cutscene in my head of what's going on. Where like, you got the worst ending possible. No, this was this was this TV. was this was halfway <laughs> through the game. But like, yes. So it hits me straight in the feels because that scene is so good in the game. And that story is so good, and this is great. Like for somebody that gets hit with like daddy stuff, like. This game is very heavily on the relationship. He even says at the beginning, like, it's not my story sort of thing, and it has to do with that relationship. And yeah, that relationship is so well written. I somehow got the bad ending on my first playthrough, and to Christian's point, like, almost snapped a controller. Because, like, I was so affected by that story, and I'm like, this can't be how it ends. And that bad ending is bad. It's so... Say help warn me when I play this. Like, what do I not need to do? What do I need to do to make sure? There's like seven different things you have to do. There's actually more. Or just you have to get at least seven things right. Preston, I I know the I know the I know the decisions that you would make in video games. You won't get that ending. Okay, you'll be fine. I don't know. There's a couple that got me. (laughs) So no, because there's there's Alex is just a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, like I was just like, dude, why would you choose that? Like, because oh, okay. I was trying I to be a good dad. Dude, there's so many things that you did that are not good for. Uh, <laughs> no, and especially coming from somebody who thinks that Ellie should have died on the operating table in Last of Us One, I want to hear it. I, I was gonna I get real personal, real quick for you, Christian. I'm like Ellie, what, I didn't what know. Do? Oh, I know. Yeah, I didn't know how many endings this game had. So I got to the end. Something's happening, and I was like, I, Ellie's actually sitting there with me. Mind you, I've put like 80 hours into this game. And this happens, I was like, oh, you know, like, I know what's going to happen now. Like, he's going to go over here, and he's going to do something, and be like, tell me what I need to know, otherwise shit's going to get real. And shit gets real. And I'm like, and then he's going to go over here, and we're going to get this happy ending, and this is, I I, I knew what was going to happen. And it didn't. <laughs> it and did Allie, not. And I was, I was sitting back watching this cutscene, like, oh yeah, and I just totally like, leaned closer and closer to the TV and closer to the TV. And I look at Allie and go, what the fuck just happened? Like I, I picked up my phone immediately and Googled. I was like, is this the ending? And they're like, you texted me. Yeah. I was mad. I was like, is this the ending? And it's like, Oh, there's more than one ending. And I was like, which ending did I get? And of course it was like, you got the bad ending. And I was, I was <laughs> fuck furious. You. I immediately, I was so mad and, and and not just mad at the game, like mad at myself and upset about how the story did not go the way I wanted the story to go and how it should have, um, that I immediately started a new game. Like, no mm-hmm. break, just like, pause menu, new game. <laughs> and, and went through it and got the ending that I should have gotten. So, it's a great you game. Should have gotten. It's a great I game. They are, they are teasing stuff. I'll find out. They are teasing stuff in season two. That is getting closer and closer to the games. And, so that's uh, what reminded me of with uh, Siri and them with the Witchers and stuff like that. Like, okay, I remember this being the game, kind of like her training and doing stuff with them. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this this is what's reminding me of the game now. This is what's yeah. like, okay, this is why I'm thinking yeah. about the game now. And that's yeah. why I, I want to play the game now. Because it was, it, that's the cutscene in the first three and a half minutes before it <laughs> yes. pops out. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, yeah, that's why I remember it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> of the first three minutes. <laughs> it is. That is that is true. Um, they said, yeah. Christian, I know you haven't watched it yet, but they said uh, the showrunners are like, they're, there are going to be some things that closely follow the game that they're teasing. And they're like, you're going to see it. You're just not going to see it yet. So it's probably going to be at a couple of seasons. You're going to be very uh, along the lines of that awesome. third game storyline and stuff. So it'll be cool. Yeah, I was yeah. so pissed. I I just Preston was dead to me for a couple of hours. I was asking Christian yeah. to reply to he was Preston. Very upset. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. All right, boys. Well, it is. We are an hour into this. Um, I know. Let, let's I let's get we'll into this list. I, I think, think we'll be okay. I think it's so here. Let's get in this list. So I'll because we're grown ass men. We all know. The, we don't need to yell at each other. It's okay. I'm the I'm the list the list caretaker here. So I'm gonna just recap for everybody. Uh, we're gonna go from yes. the bottom here. So number ten mm-hmm. is Inscription. Uh, number nine is Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Uh, number eight is Guardians of the Galaxy. Number seven is Chicory. You, you gotta you gotta and figure number... out that zoom. You're gonna give me a seizure here. Is it zooming on you? Guys? Every time Every you click time. on it, <laughs> it, oh, it wow, zooms okay. in and zooms out. <laughs> Weird. Well, it's not doing that on my. Well, okay. So, and then num- number six is RE8 Village. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we so, have for the top five without being actual numbered. Yeah, what do we have left? Yeah, yeah. So what we have left is uh, Guilty Gear Strive, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy fourteen, Monster Hunter Rise, Halo Infinite, and Tales of Arise. Now that sounds like a good one uh, through five right there. We can just call it quits, right? We don't go so to that's, now. Look, look. <laughs> Wait, did you say, say Tales of Arise yeah. number one? Because we're going bottom to top. No, no, no. Hey, I'm going to float something out here. I'm going to float something out here. We're just going to see how this sticks. Because I think we could probably wrap this bad boy up and get everybody home here. I think <laughs> I, number home. five is Tales of Arise. I think number four <laughs> If Guilty is, Gear is any higher than, than and, and, three, and, and, we are, and we are Monster, ending this podcast right now and not Monster going Hunter, further. Monster Hunter Rise number four. Guilty Gear Strive is number three. Halo is number two. Final Fantasy fourteen is number one. Bada bing, bada boom. All right. So it being said that this is our collective podcast top I know, ten. I know. Guilty Gear does not go past three. I know what in the top three could be. I'm not going to say what their numbers are, but I say it goes Tails at the bottom, Guilty Gear, and then we have the other three at the top. So that would be Monster Hunter Rise, Final Fantasy fourteen, and Halo because we all love those games. Look, Here's man, Christian, Christian. I love you. We we <laughs> today have been on the same page, but I have to agree with Preston on this. Guilty Gear is <laughs> higher than three. I I don't <laughs> so. think it's higher than three. I was to say I agree. I think I think I think we can put Tails at number five. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we kind of that, that's said last time. But we talked yeah. about we talked about that. I'm I'm okay with that. I can live with that. I think it deserves to be in the top five. But look, here's here's the facts. It, the, them's the breaks, as you say sometimes, right? <laughs> I know that I will never, because I'm outnumbered two to one, win this debate on Guilty Gear, right? And I don't know, I don't think that Guilty Gear is a bad game at all. I just think as good as it is, it's only that good for some. But and, here's the, okay, the, and but the it's not about I, some. I, it's not about it, us. The thing, and, and here's the thing, is I think that you it's it's hard for me the reason that it's hard for me to take that is because <laughs> it, you 
have a what what Preston and I have described as a misconception about what fighting games can be. And you are convinced that what is going to happen is that you are going to get bodied by an eight-year-old <laughs> and told to suck it and that you're trash and it's going to make you really mad and you're not going to want to play the game. That's because that's exactly, first of all, A, See, exactly what's happened when I played those games in the past and B, exactly the stories that you've talked about with that one dude who got mad about the publicity th- stuff that went on that became a gatekeeper because they didn't give him like early access. And okay, he's like, so first of all, Majin Obama is an FGC dude who was he was being it was a funny thing, yeah. it was a joke. And he was, yes, he told, he said that he was the Omega gatekeeper and he was guarding the celestial floor uh, from all of the, so he was, he was purposely staying on the 10th floor, which is the second highest rank that you can get. And when people were up on their, their match to rank up to the celestial floor, he would body the fuck out of them and it would put them down back to the ninth floor. Um, or, or if they had won enough, it would just it would just reset them, and they'd have to go fight and win somewhere else. Um, I think that's yes, funny. That, I just there's so many killers on that game. I don't, you know what I mean? Sure. But the thing is, is like, and I don't, and I don't mean this in that, but like, because it's the same for me. And it's you and I and Press, we are never gonna run up against FGC folks because I got news for you. We're not getting to floor 10. Like, I'm not, I don't play the game enough. Preston doesn't play the game enough. I, the, 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 the closest I've made it is floor seven. And that is just, that was in the, in the, like, heyday when I was playing it every single day and I was going hard. I was at floor seven and it was a struggle to keep me there. And, and, I switched characters once to try to get better with Zato 1 because I was playing with Preston, and it shoved my ass all the way back down to floor four, and I had to <laughs> fight my way up to six. So but that's, so that's my thing, is that the, the, the ranking system is so good, and, and the way they have it is that you will never, ever be against care, like people starting up. Like the, it's just it's not going to happen. Like... Even they even have uh, this isn't okay. I wish that somebody came up with a new term for this. Um, and if there is one, I don't know it. But like Alex, you, you or impress you guys know this. But like in old MMO games, when you would load up a second character with like all of the gear from your first one, it was always called like Twinks. But alt? like I feel like that's like a shitty term now. Like when that should be alt, your alternate character. It, yeah, your alt is what I people get, say now. It's that used to be mule, yes. if you use it for stores, your mule. Yeah. No, it's yeah, so it's it's alts, yeah. Yeah, so then like but they even guard against somebody making an alternate profile and like smurfing going back to floor one and like griefing people. Yeah, smurfing. Because smurfing, thank you. That's yeah. yes. And they um they guard against that by Making it so that no matter what, if you start a new character, you have to play uh, the training matches. And, like, so your option there, if you wanted to try to beat the system, would just be to, like, let the CPU body you. But then, 
you might get one match like if it really do, if it puts you down to floor one and then you start pulling off a bunch of sick combos and all those other things you're immediately getting promoted locked you will out. not be able to yeah. you'll get shoved right up to where you're supposed to be and then you're locked you cannot go back down and so then you have to sit there and spend time losing matches over and over and over and over and over and over again to go back to try to get back down to where you were and even then, I don't even know if it'll let you go down that far. But even if you could, you have one match again where you beat the shit out of somebody, and then you're right back up to where you were. And so, and, and no one outside of, I don't, I, I honestly, even like the most toxic of people don't have that kind of time on them. They just don't, and they're not going to do it. And so, what you're left with is, so like Preston is, I think Preston, you're on floor four. Mm-hmm. of guilty gear correct and i i was on six and seven and he and i were having the exact same quality of matches where we were both getting pushed to what our like what our limits were for characters but we were separated yeah. on those right so like you're never up against somebody who is going to just completely dominate you you're always going to be at a similar-ish skill level. And I think that's important, especially in competitive games where... I mean, like, dude, we just we were playing Halo where, like, you know, we can have some good matches and there's sometimes where, like, some fucking MLG dude is on there and goes 28-4 and four, and all of a sudden it's like, I'm not even playing the game. Like, I can't even... Like, I'm not... Yeah. I'm just getting bodied right now. Like... And I'll have matches where I go off like that too, but then I know on the other side of that, I'm sure like there's a like there's people on there that are you know four and eighteen or four and twenty three, and it's just like, damn man, like I, that's the way this game is going though. Like I'm just fucking there, you up. There's just something about Halo though, and there's a reason why in Halo I don't play free for all. Right? I like sure. I like. If I'm going to have to lose, or if I'm going to be competitive, if I'm going to have to struggle and push myself, I just I find more enjoyment doing it with friends, and I don't find as much enjoyment in that one-on-one environment, which is why I just I don't personally but, love. But, th- no, but that's so that's and Preston and I have been saying over and fighting games are the funnest when you're playing with your friends. Yeah, I mean and that's like, why we so like Christian will be on level seven and I'm on level four, but. We're playing each other. We're not really playing too much off a skill set. We're playing off of like, do we how we do we know how each other play? Like, am I blocking more than the people he's been playing with, or do I do less of that block and go in for the attacks, and he can block and go after me? And then I notice that, so therefore I change my gameplay and I start blocking a little more and fucking around. And we're having and a he back knows and forth. The moves I'm going for. And I'm like, he's yeah, my- Mr. Level mm-hmm. 7 guy, guess what? I just shoved your shit in. You almost got a perfect on you this time. Oh, Mr. 7, yeah. huh? Mr. Big Level 7. He does. He he's, talks a lot of shit. He's, he's, well, he's, he's good. stabbing he back good. into that one night he had. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. But, yeah. You but get him. To that, you do have him. to his point, though, like, it, it's true. Like, when you play with people, you automatically become, and people that you're able to play with and have a good time with, you automatically become better. Like, Preston, he's right. There's a lot of people that I played against um, that do not block at nearly as much as he does. If I have like a super telegraphed move, I'll get somebody to block it. But for the most part, a lot of people don't see some of my combos coming. 
and I cross them the fuck up, and I'm in there for six, seven hits, and they're just they're getting juggled. Like that's what's happening. But I know how Christian plays. At this, yes, he knows ex- <laughs> he can read me like a book sometimes with some of my setups, and so because he has. He plays one. He plays a fucking grappler that has the best defense in the foot. But like, so he can turtle up. But like, he has a handle on the absolute defense mechanic that most players that I've played against in seven do not have a handle on or use at all. And because what'll happen is, I'm used to if somebody blocks, I can switch to a different move, cross up, and then be right back in there. But Preston uses a defense, called the thing called absolute defense, which it eats just a little bit of his super meter, but it's him holding back and then two attack buttons, and it puts a bubble around him. And Smash it has style. a reflective yeah. property that if I go in and attack, it pushes me just a hair away from him. But that hair away is the difference between my hitbox connecting and my hitbox not connecting on him. And so... I will just then completely whiff a setup that I'm my brain is used to saying this is going to get him. And it will completely whiff a setup. And then, especially if I'm in the air, I can hear Preston mashing out his fucking air super <laughs> to give me the fucking holy backbreaker that his fucking character can do. And that's 75% of my fucking health. Just <laughs> bam, right like that. And But to his point, like it's, it's moments like that that we can have because we spend the time labbing and playing together and it's a thing that you would have only gotten in the past had you been to the arcades with your friends and sitting there the arcades. labbing out moves labbing out combos mm-hmm. like there's sometimes like where he plays zato when he first started off i'm not gonna go hard on him because he's still learning how to do his moves but guess what i see him doing the same move four or five times and now i get to try out some shit with my stuff and kind of see how easy it is to get in on him if he fucks it. up. Yeah, so yep. it's just you just sometimes you're not really playing just to like I got to win this time. I'm playing for I'm learning this time. I'm I'm going and, through it. I'm going through the paces. And so to round that out, I, I that's why I, I totally understand when people are like competitive games aren't for me or fighting games aren't for me. You know these things. And there's sometimes where like just. In the same way that I don't like sports games, right? Like, I've just, I'm never going to like, I think it's boring, I don't think it's fun to play, all these things. It, the, you do have to like the feel of a game, right? So, like, if, if just in general the feel is not for you, then it's not for you. But that doesn't make it bad, right? It just makes it not for you. But when, but when the complaint is, I'm going to get dunked on by some eight-year-old and get told, like, teabagged and told that I am suck and that my mom you know, they fucked my mom. Then it's like, that's not, I like, that's what we're just begging you. And we're like, no dude, it's not like that. Like, it's not going to happen. You're like, no, no. Someone's going to make fun of me. And it's like, no nah, man. And like the community just, is like, like that. It's actually a really good community. I haven't like met yeah, anyone I mean, who like I, messaged me or did some horrible and sour to me. It's a good community, like a final fantasy almost. I yeah. will, I will give that game a try. Yes. But the minute you do enjoy fighting games, the minute you, you that games. happens to me, the minute some kid makes fun of me and destroys me, I'm going to have two shirts screen printed with no. me giving you a middle <laughs> finger that well, says, you I'm a terrible friend, and make you wear that no. shirt for a day. You, you, you take their message, and you go to Scrub Quotes on Twitter, and then you submit it to them, and they will that person's account will get blasted across the internet, and then you can feel vindicated that hundreds of thousands of people are making fun of the child that dunked on you. <laughs> 
Also, there's no voice chat in there, so you're fine. That too. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I, don't even think, I don't even think I've seen text chat. I have. I don't play PC but, though. But yeah. Well, no, I, I, I it's on PlayStation, but um, or oh, I'm on, on PlayStation, so yeah. I should say. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's voice. There's text chat, and there are times where people will send you messages and be like. I fucking hate you. You fucking suck. Da, da, da. But most honestly, most the only time that you'll get that is if somebody's on the other end of a rage quit. Like or sure, one more time. They always, I've, I've, I've gotten a lot of times like one more guy. Let's go one more time. Let's yeah, because they kick you out of like the the best out of five, and it pops yeah. you back out, and then someone can also run away and go to a different session to if you want to mm-hmm. play someone else a different character. Um, no, I've had messages like one more time, one more go. Because I've had they had a good time with me, yeah. had a good time playing. I got mm-hmm. my ass kicked, and they still wanted one more go. It's not because they think I'm easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's because we actually had some pretty good games, and they just they yeah, happened to be best me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. and it's you know like you will you will uh, in my entire time of playing fighting games outside of Mortal Kombat, which I think has the and it is often documented as the most toxic community of all time, and it's because. It's because they allow voice chat, like just generic voice chat, like in the same way that Halo has it yeah, and other yeah. shooters. Like it, it gets bad. Like people will be like, you know, just pushing, dunking on you and all these things. But but nine times out of ten, like Dragon Ball, Guilty Gear, Marvel, like all those games, you will never, ever, ever see people punching down unless it's within a group of friends. Like... Preston was talking mad shit the last time he was beating me, uh-huh. but it's okay because it's fun. Like we are doing it for fun. Like <laughs> and I get him so riled same, up. It feels so good. Yeah. Like it's just, it's a thing like we do it because it, it does. It's, it's like a nostalgia thing of like being back and talking shit with your friends. But like in general, you will never see somebody like punching down. You will only see people who lose, get mad and then send somebody being like, you're fucking hacking, you're trash, you're playing a broken character, you're a scumbag, this is why this game fucking sucks, and then they end up getting put on scrub quotes for everybody to see. Because Also, which never happened to me, so. Yeah. But I, no. I mean, it's possible. It's a game. It's on the internet. It, it's I had happen. one dude rage quit at me, and um, yes, he, he thought better of, of doing that, because I think he knew that I was fishing for a scrub quote, because I was like, uh, I was like, I said, I, I messaged him after he rage quit, and I was like, "Bro, why'd you, why'd you uh, rage quit? Like, I thought we were having some good matches, even though I three out his ass." But I was like, I was like, yeah, I thought we were having some good matches. Like, what happened? Because he quit in the middle one, and then he was like, um, he said something like, uh, "Oh, I, you know, my internet disconnected, da, 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 but we can run it back sometime. Add me." And I was like, "All right." All right, I'm not I going to, but all right. <laughs> yeah, you, you knew I was fishing for something, but Christian anyway. decides, to tell, "Oh, what happened?" Oh, what happened? Uh, dude, if I, I know I was the most toxic person in Monster Hunter World, but I, look, <laughs> I we played that game for 800 hours, and I wanted to play, and it was pissing me off. And it's, no, but I remember the day I made you change that. Because yeah, because it, it was, it it was anytime, anytime somebody you. anytime somebody died, it was like, oh, what happened? And oh, I yeah. was having a oh, bad man. match, and I think carded us. Like I, I failed all three times, and it mm-hmm. sent us back. And on that like third time when I failed, I was like, change it. <laughs> like I do yeah, not want to see that dude, again. It was, well, it was it got dead quiet because he knew. Like we, I mean, we both, but like it was just 
the fight it was a a super hard Kushladora in Monster Hunter, which I, I won't go. It's just a monster in Monster Hunter. It really look it up if you want to, but it's it's really not that big. The the point is is that he was Alex's character is air based, and this monster is wind based, and so a lot of damage is happening up in the air where his character typically is, and he fainted us, and like you know got the the match failed. Uh, up uh, three or four times it was a lot and those low times on world are not short and so it was probably like an hour and a half's worth of gameplay and i just hear on the other end he just goes like (sighs) (laughs) you need to change your title right now (laughs) it's really starting to piss me off and i was just like it was the most serious he's ever been with me and i was like okay I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at what's happening right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like he was like, I'm mad at what's happening, but your thing is triggering me. Like I'm getting pissed off, and I need you to change it. And I was like, that's that's fair. That's fair. But all that to say, everything there. That is why I think that Guilty Gear. I, I think. While I am willing to accept criticism. I think yours just comes from a bad place and a bad time of something that it's, happened to you, and it is not necessarily a reflection of the game. Okay. Well, then, uh, like I said, I will give Guilty Gear a try. And with that, I am willing to concede, not in a negative way, just concede, that Tails could be five and Guilty Gear should be four. I, I think so. I think so. I could argue for Guilty Gear to be higher, but I don't think we're going to win this argument. I, um, I'm i okay with having it where it's at now. Yeah, you guys probably could, but I, I think I would, I mean, the argument I would die on would be pressed in what you said, which was time together spent in that game. This is well, also our mm-hmm. game, cumulative, mm-hmm. like our total, and we'll be the top three if we have three games, which we do right now, that we all three have played together and loved. Um, I think <sighs> those should be our top three. But we have to discuss where they end up. We, we do. And I... Okay. These, these, these ones are tough because I think it's a solid top three. I do. I really, really do. It's... So, okay. There's part of me... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out where I'm at right now. And we can begin... Because this is obviously going to be the bulk of where we need to talk about these things. There is part of me that wants to see a Monster Hunter Halo 14, right? 3, 2, 1. Only because of how, like, the experience that I, with just 14 and its story, and I think the quality of it, even even just as a single player game, like, the, the level of quality that game is at. On the other hand, especially because I haven't finished it, I, I have no d- doubt in my mind that it's not gonna like it's not gonna fumble it or anything like that. But uh, on the other hand, part of me wants to say that it should go fourteen Halo Monster Hunter, and the reason I say that is because I can't think of a game 
that all three of us went as hard on as we did with Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. And I'm okay. You know, like, look, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Like, you know, we can talk about this. Uh, I'm totally... I mean, like, look, I'd even... Honestly, especially with every single rage text that we get from Alex every day, I could even understand Halo being at a number three. I totally... I could. (laughs) But he's playing it. He is. And I can't... So that's the thing is, I like, there's a lot of merits to that game that I would want to talk about from a story perspective, especially if we were talking about, like, my personal top ten. But it's hard to try to weigh that in a testing room list. You know what I mean? Like, um, so sort of in the same way that we put RE8 as high as we did, right? Like personally, like, I mean, we talked about this last time, so we don't have to rehash. Like personally, I would I would see Chicory higher, right? Like I that that game story affected me more and. You know, it, that was the discussion that we even had about Guardians, right? Like, where you guys... But, like, when we it came down to it, like, the we had a more profound experience with RE than, than those other games, right? Like, we just did. It was, it, you know, that game... That whole run of that game is, like, burned into my brain. Um, so... So, I personally... My vote for number three, it's a it's a tough one. It's a man, is it a tough one? Because legitimately, all three of them have merit for being number three. I yes. think, yeah, reasons, yeah. I, I think Monster Hunter, as good as it is, kind of it, it's the most lacking in a story, right? For all of its yeah praises, it's 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 the least story out of the three. Um, Fourteen is good but you know Preston's not quite where we are and we haven't finished it and yet. And it's the most story out and it's of the three. most story by far and the most content in general to be fair but it's it, I haven't finished it so I have a hard time putting it all the way up because like it's not done yet and like you said I don't think it's gonna be bad I know it's not gonna be bad but <laughs> yeah, in good fun. conscience can I put it up if I haven't finished it and then Halo look man like Halo looks good, it plays good, it's polished, but at the end of the day, it's it's a it, it's a back to Halo original. It's a form. really good Halo. Yeah, it's it, exactly like it's back to it's back to good Halo form. And with that being said, it has plenty of faults on the multiplayer side with that battle pass and stuff and, and just things working and not working and, and so on. So me personally, I have to look at fun I've had with the game and most of that fun revolves around you guys, which again, we've played all three of these games together, but Mm. time dedicated is a big factor to me. Overall enjoyment versus frustration is a big factor to me. Um, and just like the moments that stick out to me. And I think that 14 and, and, uh, monster hunter, stick a little higher than halo so for me i think halo halo has to be my number three okay personally myself um i mean these are all good arguments i 
personally for me, I mean, as we all know, I've been playing catch up in this game for Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 14 for a while. Um, I'm not getting into that new content, but you know what? Guess what I did? I got North Chakras. Like we talked about this at the beginning of the episode. I did get new content out of it, uh, even though I'm not actually playing the new story content. Um, so there's that. Um, but I still don't feel it. Obviously, has not pushed me hard enough for me to get to that content uh, fast enough. So um, Halo is probably the best multiplayer shooter i've played in damn near a decade um i cannot think of another shooter that i have enjoyed really i mean don't be wrong i enjoyed overwatch here and there um back in its heyday but that was that's pretty getting close to 10 years now i mean almost um overwatch probably came out about five six years ago if not longer and we don't care to talk about blizzard games anymore um, but other than that, there wasn't really any other shooters I was playing online competitively. Even if like you guys weren't online, like, sometimes I, I might play Halo multiplayer, uh, yeah. a couple matches here or there. Um, but it, it just feels so damn good. Uh, it's given me those hits with those, you know, those rot- rose tinted glasses I had about playing Halo back in the day, land parties. Uh, that's what I'm actually getting from this game, um, is what I thought I got from those games back in the day. Um, the additions are great. The additions for weapons are fun. The grappling hook is probably the best thing that ever happened to Halo. Um, I'm not going to give it too, too much praise because we all have that in Titanfall. We all love our grappling hooks already. Um, but I would personally say that Endwalker gets three. Halo gets two. Monster Hunter gets one. Can we all agree that possibly Monster Hunter is number one on the list? So here's here's what I'm gonna get at, and I think, and Alex, so I agree with you, Preston. But here's what, and, and Alex, I want to talk about this. So, because off the cuff, my initial thing is, I'm like I'm coming from this just from the quality perspective of just Endwalker, right? And then I agree with you. It's it's number two, and it's pushing number one probably. Like Halo, Halo's three, like. You know, just the quality of Endwalker. But then, from Pre- like, I do see, like, if we're talking from Preston's point of view, right, in a game that we've all played, like, because Endwalker is the portion of this game that came out this year. But, like, if, if Heaven's Word, which is the expansion that Preston is playing, if Heaven's Word was what came out this year, I... I would see it being lower on the list, like if that's what my point of reference was. And I'm not playing the new content with you guys. Like it's not like we weren't like you guys were doing your thing and helping me out with my stuff. That's my experience with it. Like it wasn't like I was getting fully caught up, and it's not like we were all catching up to get ready for the content. Like I think we all we knew did it. try. We tried. Very I think hard. we all knew that I wasn't gonna <laughs> fucking make it. From where I was and my pace. I, I think way. I knew before Christian knew, but yes. Yeah, Christian was very I was hopeful. Hoping, <laughs> I, I was, I, and I was hoping that you would catch up as soon as you got the console version. Yeah. I was like, he's going right. to do it. The controller is going to click. And then he couldn't get the controller right. Didn't and I was right. just like, oh no. Like, I don't, so, I don't know. I, Christian, I agree with what you're saying. I'm torn though. It's hard. No, so it's hard. Yeah, I agree from what you're saying with Preston's point of view. I I completely understand that. With that being, just let me throw one caveat out here, and you can you can take it, you can leave it, whatever. 
his opinion on RPGs isn't really valid <laughs> because the Witcher oh, okay. Here we go. and Yakuza. She never said anything. So. She never said anything. <laughs> no, I look. I am. I am super enjoying Halo. Before we recorded tonight, I was on playing by myself for a little bit, and then I got invited to a party um, with two other coworkers, uh, two buddies of mine there, and I had a blast. And like, I was playing. Damn! So you just playing without pressing? I huh? Okay, cool. Uh, cra- crazy fine, when yeah. that happens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, um, stop! It. I I actually had no other friends until you guys started playing with your other friends, and I was forced to go find other people. So <laughs> I, but like, and I was playing. I was doing average. I had a couple of like, you know, kind of out of my mind games, but for the most part, like it was just very meh, mediocre, and I had a blast. I had a blast. It's smooth. The controls feel great. I can tell. The game hasn't been out very long, right? But I can tell over the past two weeks, I'm getting back to Halo form. Like, we were playing a game of oddball, and where most people, like, take the ball and run around and please don't shoot me, right? I was taking the ball. I would see somebody come near me. I would toss it down, get a quick kill, pick it back up, and keep going, right? Like, yeah. I can tell my the, the mental chess that you play with shooters is is getting better, getting better, getting better, and back to what it was back in my, my heyday of, like, Halo 2 and 3 multiplayer. Um, I see your argument for 14. I really do. I, I, I do. And, it, again, if we're looking at the testing rooms, definitive podcast, and the time we've already put together in halo probably doesn't add up to how much time we've spent together in 14 but no. we've spent that time together in halo at a level where we're playing together so we're doing yes. everything together yeah. um and and, and mm-hmm. go ahead sorry i was just gonna say the last thing is and my biggest complaints of halo right now only stem from their implementation and ongoing quality service of the battle pass infrastructure. Right. And I know that's going to get better, but right now that's my complaint. So with that, like I see your argument for 14 being three and halo being two, and I'm really not that opposed to it. I I, I think that's, and and, you know, the other thing is I think with N Walker, the thing is, is like, and it's sort of what we talked about earlier that I, you know, I said, I said that we would touch on here is like, I think that Endwalker is able to affect people the way that it does because of the time spent with these characters, right? Like, I've been playing 14 for three years. I think you've been playing it for, like, two. So I got you in. I got you into it. Like, I was peeling you off of Destiny, I remember being like, "Bro, we have to play fourteen. Like, we got to play." I think. I, remember, I think it's been. I wore you down. I think it's been a little bit more for both of us. I think it's probably four and three. Because if you remember, I got okay. into it when I was on the road, and we've had COVID for two years. So yeah, and obviously, yeah, my and, and know, I was traveling. Is, yeah, time is relative, and uh, nothing matters. So well, it just it's like time is so gone. Especially mm-hmm. like you know, like I, I unfortunately got COVID like five days before I was supposed to get vaccinated. So like. I still get COVID fog sometimes, like where I'm just like, oh man, it was just the other day that I had, co- and it's like, no, it was almost a year ago. Like yeah. it's like you know whatever. So but like to your point, we're we're three and four, four and five years in. I mean, it's been a while. And, and so like I've seen these characters, I've I've been growing with them, and like things have happened in my life that I turn to with this game. Like so my point is saying that like that's why I think Endwalker hits so hard, mm-hmm. and 
like I fully expect that like in a year or less, like whenever Preston catches up, he's going to be messaging us and being like, you know, holy fuck, dude, the shit that's happening in Endwalker right now, right? Like whenever he catches, because like I'd like to get him caught up before like the first next big content patch hits and all these things. But there's plenty of time before that happens. But like, you know, that's and true because he, then I, I, Preston, we can go into whatever's new together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think oh, yeah. that at that point, like because he spent so much time with the characters and watch the quality of the game from improve, right? Like Preston, you played through all the base game stuff and, there's stuff towards the end that's a little bit of a slog. Like we and we t- we said it's like it's it's, but then you get into Heaven's Word and you instantly see the money. You start seeing more voice acting and these things. But even you were you know when we were talking about it, you're like I wish there was a little bit more. I wish there was a little bit more. And it's like as you once you hit Stormblood, there's a ton more. Then you hit Shadowbringers mm-hmm. and it's basically even all voice more. acted. Yeah. Yeah. And then you hit Endwalker and it's like almost rare when you get text dialogue as opposed to voice acted things from all these characters and there's cutscenes that go on for fucking metal gear solid four style like 20 30 minutes sometimes and you don't even notice it because it's just like story beat after story beat and all these things but i do think that it's because of the the way that that game has built itself and so yeah i i think i can totally understand it being number three on this list for sure. And I, I could see it going higher. I mean, as far as what we've been playing, I mean, was the last time we touched Monster Hunter Rise? Uh, you guys are still playing Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I mean, obviously Halo just came out, so we can't really compare that as easily, but Monster Hunter Rise has been out for you know, less time it, than Final Fantasy. You guys are still playing Final Fantasy true. It, it But think about game of the year lists. Yeah. You usually beat a game and shelve a game. Right, and you still got to come up with ten that were great that year. Um, I still and, and in Rise. Yeah. To be fair, we we went content complete on that. We were game. pretty much done with that. If you wanted to, you could min max all you fucking your heart's desire. Yeah, but like, I, dude, we yeah. could have. Yeah, like we could have went through and gotten perfect gem rolls, and you know we. Could've... I actually got my gem set. I mean, now I probably I did now too. That it's there's some yeah, that might want to or something like that, but yeah, still, but. But but we are content like all of us had every single star mission complete every single thing complete like there's there was the not DLC a mission that monsters we didn't do. were done and yeah all the DLC monsters were done like the we literally set ourselves up with the gear that we would need to go into this next expansion that comes out right so in a lot of ways like it's it is it's similar to fourteen in that you know like we were geared up and and ready for these these next things. It just so happens that Monster Hunter was the game that all three of us did that in. But like that's I feel like if they were still in in my opinion, I think that if if Monster Hunter was still releasing monsters at a cadence that they were, we'd be playing. We would still be hopping on to play it and hunt yeah. those and to do those things just because it's that fun to play. Yeah. Like dude, I booted it on and sent it to you guys that there was an Okami mission that showed up to make your dog look like Okami. Uh, well, Ami from Okami. But, like, I'm like... I turned it on and immediately went and did that mission just to get it so that I could have it. Because I wanted it for when the expansion <laughs> comes up. But, like, you know... Yeah. It, 
you, you know what's the the thing about Monster Hunter Rise too? Actually, let me say this first. So I think we can agree that Final Fantasy fourteen is going to take that third spot. Sure, I think so. Okay, I'm gonna I'll, I'll move it up. I will move it up officially. Right. That's what we're going to do. So my argument for Monster Hunter Rise taking the number one spot on top of everything you just said, Christian, on top of you know how how much fun we had, how much time and the content complete and all that is the fact that you're also talking about Capcom, a studio that really is up there with, you know, the the square team at Final Fantasy 14 that that understands their audience yes. better than anybody else and they're supportive of their audience and they're and they've also created um, for the most part, a community that is very welcoming. And not only does this game deserve to be at the top of the list for our game of the year, if we rolled back the clock and this year was the year that Monster Hunter World rolled out, it probably would have been Monster Hunter World that took game of the year for us that year too. And mm-hmm, probably, it yeah. probably wouldn't be surprising unless they do something out of character for the current day Capcom it probably won't be surprising if Monster Hunter World 2 or whatever comes next is also vying for the top spot the year it comes out. Like, I just... It's so well done. It's so fun. It's it's polished top to bottom. Like, we've talked about Monster Hunter Rise in the past. I... The only complaint I can even find with that game has nothing to do with Monster Hunter Rise and only has to do with Nintendo's infrastructure of lack of party and lack of chat. Like, it's it's complicated and kind yeah. of a pain to get into a party and, and chat, right? Because they just and don't the have And the PC version is going to... Yeah. It won't have those yeah, issues. It's right. Yeah. But so what, that's, what, you know. that's, like, the only complaint I can find. As much fun as I'm having with Halo, and I agree with Preston, it's probably the best shooter I've played in a decade. Um, I still think just as if I look at the the scope of 2021 monster hunter rise with the quality of life adjustments they've added with the new mechanics they put in while still keeping it familiar to longtime fans of the game. Like to me, that has to be my number one. Not to mention, I feel that monster hunter rise gave us a good online game on Nintendo switch, which is unfucking heard of. That's true. Dude, like, not even wrong. Like, don't be wrong. People like Splatoon. They have fun with Splatoon, I'm sure. Um, but <laughs> I have a feeling that it's Splatoon and it's Monster Hunter Rise, and that's the only thing people are fucking playing online. No one's playing Smash online. No I one's actually pro fucking playing Splatoon Mario Kart online. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Splatoon two and fucking and fucking uh, Monster Hunter Rise are the only two games people are actually consistently playing online on that fucking system. Other than that, like you can play Mario Kart 64 online. No one's fucking doing that. No one's playing the actual Mario Kart they have online. No one's playing mm-hmm. Smash online. No one's fucking doing that because the online infrastructure is fucking hot garbage. Not to mention, they took away all availability of voice chat that you actually had on that with their stupid fucking app because they fucking threw that in the garbage. So, I mean, it's... I don't know. I, I think they definitely get another like plus being the, one of the few games on Nintendo Switch that actually has a great... And to be honest, I don't think we had any real issues with that online infrastructure for the most part. A rare Ever. occasional kind of drops, maybe, but that's about it. I we may have had one or two when the game first launched, um, if I recall. But like once the game was up and going, I never had an issue. And exactly yeah. what you said. I mean, for for a Nintendo for Nintendo infrastructure and the Nintendo Switch, 
having a near flawless experience online is it's unheard of. Yeah, yeah. They, they could they need kudos for what they did for that. So the only thing I guess really the only thing I want to do then is because the list it seems locked. I do want to talk about number two here for yes. a little bit because I also just like wanna... yeah I, I think I'm sorry real quick before you go into because I know you're just being pretty long. I haven't touched too much of the campaign and my ideas could totally yeah. change on this the more I play of this campaign. Um, but my, my thing is solely based off of the little bit of campaign yep. I played and the big chunk of multiplayer that I did play. And here's the thing, like, and I, th- that's the thing is like, I, the, the reason that I'm okay with it being number two. And I, I honestly had Preston not made the convincing argument for, for 14 for three, I would have even been okay with it at, at three is a couple different things. One, uh, up until I finished it. I was not hot on that campaign. I'm glad that it like came together and I'm glad I saw it through and that I trusted that, you know, they would be able to pull it together. That being said, I don't know that that's going to hit for everybody, right? Like I've seen a lot of reviews that have it. Halo still got a nine at the end of the day, but they'll be like, you know, uh, campaign falls a little flat or it's confusing or, you know, uh, campaign, wasted too much time on blah you'll know you'll know what soon here when i finish it because i didn't complete five i did everything else but i never really played five so the nice thing is is that you won't have to i mean there's nothing there is very little things in five that made it here like um which is weird every uh, what i'll say is it's well it's very divisive like you know people did not like that game um it was very divisive. Like people were upset that, you know, you weren't playing as chief the whole time. I like fire team Osiris. Sure. Like I think Locke and, and buck specifically are, you know, the shoulders that, that, that squad is carried on. But like, you know, it's fine. My, my thing is like everything that you need to know about five is in infinite. Um, so you're fine. But I've seen people say that kind of stuff, and then they're like, but it's the best feeling Halo that's ever been, and the campaign is so much fun to play outside of the like story content, but they have so much fun in that world. And, and then they say, you know, and the multiplayer is the best it's ever been, so nine, here you go. But at the end of the day, you know, regardless of the content of that review people only care about scores and Metacritic ratings, right? So, like, as long as the Metacritic still stays high because something got a 9, it's it's fine. Um, for me and for my, like, for this list, like, had that story fallen apart, I, honestly, I probably would have put it below Tails. Like, and maybe even RE. Like, I would have been like, yo, guys, we need to do a longer episode because, like, I want this game <laughs> down. Like, and, 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 and this, the thing that sucks is, like, the multiplayer is so fun on those things, but, like, that's the story of halo is so like in my the brain that like i would have it would have really bummed me out if it had fallen apart but it didn't and i was really thankful for that for me but i know that it, that's not, it's not gonna hit the same for everybody and so it very well could be a thing like even like alex you mean you even said like you know you thought that in four and then what little you played a five like it was hard for you. It wasn't, it's not hard, but like you had a, it was not enjoyable for you to try to follow along with some of the 
external lore that they were trying to pull in mm-hmm. and introduce you to. Um, and so, like, I could totally understand if the threads that they try to close off in this don't hit as well for you. And if so, you come out of it and you're like, that story was fine, right? Yeah. And, like, I totally would see it. Like, I totally would understand it. Um, but for me personally, I think, you know, it nailed it. I'm super excited to see what comes next. And it just also so happens to be one of the best playing shooters that I think we've ever played. I mean, it, it's telling too. like, let's, you know, we all, when, when destiny two hit game pass, we all had a moment of weakness. We went back in gameplay's not bad. And it's not, and, and you know, we played it, and we got back into it, and we were like, okay, I think we're getting into the swing of things. That uh, we played that one multiplayer beta of Infinite, and so, we never picked the game up again. Dude, you know what killed? You know what killed uh, Destiny for me? Even if Destiny Two was still good enough that I would like to return back to it, like, oh, it was fine. And I don't, not since Halo's come out. <laughs> but say I got bored and wanted to. They pulled the game down from Game Pass the day Halo dropped. I only I Destiny was only good enough to play for free. So <laughs> yeah, yes. the minute you pulled it down, like yeah. I'm never gonna play that again. And it's because Halo just it feels good. Um the community I'm not gonna say the community is better, but it's it's okay. I guess because I too revert to my inner 13 year old or 15 year old when I play. A lot of his nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a great shooter. It really is. It was well done. Not to mention. Go ahead. No, I was going to say like nostalgia, getting you back into that halo feel. Like how many times are we sitting there when a game launches and you got your other three teammates next to you? And one of those guys just has that choice choice username that is only on xbox that you only see on xbox i can't even give you one off the top of my head right now but there are so many great ones most of them will get us canceled yeah no shit but they're um it's just like okay this is the only place i would i would see this right now is on a halo game on xbox like it's xbox usernames are in a league of their own for for some reason it brings out something in people halo or brings out those people honestly (laughs) though it's not even the awful ones like i saw one earlier that that was uh dr dr mountain doolittle and like yeah. that's just a <laughs> really so clever <laughs> name, right? Like it's yeah. whatever. It's, a- Xbox names are on another level from everyone else. Like nothing oh, yeah. will compare. Yeah. Nope. And the fact that and the fact that it's been around for so long and people have never really changed them, right? Like the the people that had them when we were on the 360 or on, you know, like Xboxes back in the day when we were younger, like we've just never changed them. So all of those names that were around back then and hilarious are still around now and still funny. Yeah. And, and, you know, so what I was going to say is like to, and to round it off is in number one with monster hunter rise, man, like I think that, I there's not a whole lot more that we can say, to say about this game that we haven't said tonight and, and other times when we were in these deliberations. But like, what I wanted to say is like, Man, there is very few games that can make you and your friends feel like complete badasses all at the same time. 
and also like complete like like hilarious hijinks like three stooges kind of thing all at the same time too like you know you can you can have these moves like like Preston and I play very specific uh webs like I play great sword Preston plays long sword and Alex plays insect glaive the nice thing is with insect glaive with Alex very rarely is he going to completely whiff some of his attack is going to hit he might jump in a weird angle and only like half of the the twirly attacks that he does in the air hit but like you're still going to see the pop off of some of his moves right Preston and I have very big moves that are either very cool and make the monster either fall over or get stunned or get knocked out of the air, or we whiff super hard and it's just like we get whiffed and then the monster looks at us and goes, you idiot, and then smacks us halfway across the map and like things like that. You Um, know know what I'll say there too? Unlike other games, like a Halo even, like... In Halo, you're all a bunch of people running around with the same gun, right? Or even if you pick up different guns, like, you're just a bunch of people running around. But, like, we organically, because can, we can all play the same weapon if we wanted to in Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. But organically, we have all fallen into playing different weapons with their own strategic uses. Like, I'm really acrobatic and really fast i i don't like that slow clunky gameplay and christian yours your character just the slowest weapon in the game slow, but it, it knocks monsters over it breaks parts and then how many clutch times did preston have his do like that block that deflects all the damage and like you oh, in playing i so have good. such these vivid memories of things coming together in game completely organically that just fall into place that make you feel like you said just like complete utter badasses. Like yeah, like the like time it was that planned. I was like, yeah, like there's so many times where like a monster would come rushing, and then you'd hear Preston. He'd be like, "Come give it to me," and then like <laughs> they'd hit him. He'd Spider do it, web. and then it would shoot him up into the air, and then he would slice back down, and then all of a sudden the monster's tail comes shooting off, and then so we'd all be like, "Yeah!" Like because we know we got the, like it was so perfect so many times and also it it became so hilarious where like in in that same right there would be times where i would be gearing up for like a huge hit like i'm like oh dude i'm about to crit for like 1800 damage on this thing i'm gonna knock it the fuck out i miss the swing it hits me i die and then all three of us just start laughing because it's just like you you build up you're like oh dude i'm gonna fuck this thing up and then it's just like bop and you're dead and you're like okay never mind i guess but like ding ding it (laughs) yeah like and it man it's just there's very few games that i think can match the fun of a of a monster hunter game as far as playing like co-op and friends are concerned and Honestly, Alex, to your point, like when you're talking about the next game, because we were talking, we all three of us were talking about this when we were playing Rise, but like they've been making it a point to make things more social, more connected, you know, and try to have. And I'm telling you, if Monster Hunter World 2, especially with it being built on the new engine, because they're using the RE engine, if it is like a Destiny style social where like your hub is like. 32 hunters 
all hanging out on a single server and like mm-hmm. you're doing these things. It's going to be big. It's going to be <laughs> huge for us. Like, and, 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 you know, like we almost had that with the, um, I don't remember the name of the monster you guys might, but there's the monster that did this. Uh, but during the sieges where it was like eight people. Yeah. And we had like eight hunters running around, you know what I mean? Where it was like, and, um, you had all those people doing the different things like in a hunt group and it was, you know, other groups were hunting the same monster, but not in your shard, but it was all, you guys were all working towards that same progress. Yeah. It was like Kolf Teroth, I think. In, yeah. Like, it Kolf World, Teroth, like, they like, were the events. There were two of them, but that was one. Oh, the final and, two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you do that and like, because it works together, like you feel this sense of like, oh fuck, like, you know, all these people are working together to hunt this thing. And if they were to find a way to be able to like put those massive player counts and do like a giant siege, like I think all it, on screen at the same time would be incredible. It'd be it'd be sick, man. It'd be really mm-hmm. cool. But you know, just on its own there, merits, like Monster Hunter Rise by itself, is just I I struggle to think of a game that the three of us have had. The the game series. There are so many memories I have from that game series that I think are oh, going to stick yeah. with me for a long time. And one of my favorites is in World. And so in the game, you have a Palico pet that's the cat runs around and helps you out. Or you can do a dog, depending. But uh, in World, Christian and I, I mean, we still laugh about this to this day. There's these wild Palicos that are like literally just like they're untamed. They're feral. Yeah. And they have a mind of their own. And, dude, there were so many times in game where we'd be fighting a monster. And they'll sometimes help you out. They'll, like, shoot it with a sleep dart. And you'll see the monster, like, stumble around and fall asleep. And you're like, oh, yeah. Like, let's tear into Ugh. this thing. And all of a sudden, like, three more of those things will pop out of the ground and just start shooting sleep darts everywhere. And not only does a monster fall over, but then you get groggy and fall over. And you look around and, like, everyone on the battlefield... And, just sleeping. Like, ah! and you just and you can't help but just like just start laughing because it's like the little ladies are like chaos like it's just yeah it's the game it's is so, so good and even in rise man like when the, the new monster the, or the new little animal they added the stink mink Stink and like mink. every single time it would it would spawn, Preston would run, and he'd be like, "Oh, I gotta get that steak, mate!" Like every single time, like, and it never failed to make us all laugh every yeah. single time. Like, I I think that game, you know, it, I, I it, it's it's in the right spot. Like, mm. agreed. Yeah, yeah. And then, last to say on this, uh, I didn't talk too much about it, but like, you like you said, there are plenty of moments you'll remember. It. Here and there, but like the additions to this to me were a lot more. Um, I know World did this a little bit better too, as far as like getting you to the monster because that was an issue with me for older um, Monster Hunter games. Mm, was like, mm-hmm. all right, now I got to find him again. Am I following tracks? Am I doing this? Like, no. Like now it's like, no, he's on the fucking map. If you see him before, he's on the map. You, you can get and your to dog's going to take you right there, and you have a dog mm, now you can mm-hmm. mount, which fucking the coolest. And so it can replace your palico uh, if it's just you. You can have both of them, but um. Now you have, you know, they don't call them palicos. What they call this one? They call it something different, though? Palamute. Or is it uh, palico? Pa- Palamutes. Palamutes. Um, but it's an awesome dog. He'll come in there charging. But my, my favorite part with the dog is, like, you'll be going in there. You're doing, like, these crazy drifts around areas to build up your speed. You're kind of going fast. I'm like, I'm gonna, like, you die. And, like, I'm like, I got to get back there real quick help these guys out because they're still in the middle of fucking fighting it. And, like, sort of got that tail gets cut off and they leave. I'm going to get pissed. So yeah. I'm like, I got to get there fast. So we're getting there. I got my wire bugs. We're doing crazy shit. And I'm running in on my dog, like, just 
balls to the wall super fast and then you guys are fighting i just jump off of it come down with the sword slash mm-hmm. and then my dog is out there helping as well like it's it's a lot of fun i think that what they did to help people get into it it's definitely more um accessible than the other older games were dude there are sure. yes there are yeah, times like sure. i i remember just essentially being useless in a fight like just dying over and over and over, <laughs> yeah, but just making it a point. Like I, I would, I would be on my way back and the monster would die and it would just be a race of like, I have to get there to get my car. And I remember just like singing one time, like, don't yeah. worry everybody. Like I'm, I'm here, here to get my car. Yeah. <laughs> to get up and leave. Like, Thanks. So good. And, and when they added the animals like that you can ride the palamute they added verticality to the game that just like yeah, added to the environments yeah. and they even fight with you so you see your dog like spinning blades around it's it's insane but i agree i think what you said christian i mean it's in the right spot oh yeah yeah agree so all right all right man well then let's i mean we'll just do the final recap then for the for the episode would you say we'll... the final countdown the fi- I w- yes it is. <laughs> yeah I know, yeah, pre- just like... Uh, yeah, there'll be the boys back in town again, we'll get it. No, no, Press could do the, the final count, but it just goes, it just goes, it? like, it just like really fit like one second of it. But, yeah, so number 10 here, from the going from the bottom here, number 10 is Inscription. Polygon's number one this year, by the way. Was it really? Yeah, Polygon's number one. Look, Inscription was my number two this year, so I get it, that game is fucking crazy. Um... Number nine is Canon Bridge of Spirits. Uh, number eight, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number seven is Chicory. Number six is RE8 Village. Number five is some game no one cares about. I'm just kidding. Tales of Arise. <laughs> <laughs> number four is Guilty Gear Strive. Number three is Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker. Number two is Halo Infinite. And testing rooms number one game of the year twenty twenty one is Monster Hunter Rise. Well deserved. Yeah, very nice. And yes. we will we will ensure to uh, include some cover art on our social so everybody can just quickly see and swipe through. Um, yeah. Top ten list does not mean you don't have to listen to this. Although if you're hearing this point, you already have. So I think I'm going <laughs> to choose random games and I'll just put their their cover art. We'll just you know <laughs> I can only do four. I can only do four photos on Twitter anyway. So, um, so they can do multiple posts then. Ugh, Twitter. Ridiculous. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Well, that has been our uh, top 10 of 2021. And I think we have, what, one episode before the end of the year? Are we at the this end of the year already? This is actually the last episode of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this, this will be. be so we, will see, we will see you guys next year. Happy holidays. Ooh. Oh, boy. Yeah, happy holidays, everybody. If you celebrate, happy holidays. If you don't, enjoy time off with your family yeah, or by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you. You know what? We're all about having fun and, and just as long as you're not hurting anybody, you do you. So with that. You send your topics into testing room. That's what you do. Get them ready for the new year. That is it. Um, so we have some fun stuff coming up. Hopefully we can get a collaboration that we've been talking about for a while up off the ground for uh, yeah. Yeah. some fun episodes in the new year. We have all kinds of stuff we're, we're working on. So thank you, everybody. This year Ideas. has been awesome. I'm impressed yeah. with that. You know what to do. Everyone, I hope you all have a better 2022 than you did a 2021. And I hope we have much fun with the games next year. I'll catch you then. 
hit it. This has been The Testing Room. Music by at Damien Crow on Instagram, logo and art by at RavePet. Interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at TestingRoomPod, or email us at TestingRoomPod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all of your favorite podcasting apps, and make sure to share us with your friends. Thanks, and see you next time.